Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens and he's Dave Mulvaney and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, Matt. How are you? I'm doing good. I must have a little spring day going on here. It started nice and chilly and now it's 60 and sunny. I'm wearing long sleeves and you're wearing short sleeves. I, I don't know what's going on. We got role reversal going on. Uh, it's not sunny here. It's a little rainy and cool. So. Well, that's pretty funny. All right, episode 115, how to get rich quick. Everybody wants to get rich quick. Everybody's right? doing it. Everybody's doing it. Now they're doing uh, Reddit and GameStop and all that kind of stuff. How to get rich quick, right? And that always ends badly, by the way. Day traders always end badly. That's a whole different subject. All right, so how to get rich quick. So give me the first thing you would tell somebody. Just give them step one. How do you get rich quick? Well, my response to how do you get rich quick, I always say is, well, it usually takes about 20 years. Um, but nobody wants to hear that. But the reality is there are there every single person who accumulated wealth in their lifetime, um, including Warren Buffett, um, there are there are steps that they followed. Now, of course, I say the first step, you gotta have steady, you gotta start with steady income. So um, if you have a business, that's great, as long as that business is producing steady income. If it's not, we really can help with that. If, it, if you have a job, you're going to use that steady income so that you can start accumulating um, some funds. I mean, meaning you got to put, you got to save your money. You know, yeah. your mom told, your mom and dad tell you to save money. Most people don't want to hear that. They spend everything they got and then they max out their credit cards. So here, I will start with this. This goes back to when I was 19 years old in Amway. Um, and I don't recommend it, uh, but I did learn a lot from it. But here's what somebody said to me. I was, I had a lot of debt. I had a steady income, but I never saved any money. And they said, you're broke, right? And I said, yeah. And they said, you realize if you take 10% of your income and you put it aside and you don't spend that, that's 10%, you just put it aside, you'll still be broke, right? And I said, yeah. And they said, save 10% of everything you make and do not spend it until you have six months in reserve. Then if your car breaks or something along the way, you're gonna, you can spend that, but stop borrowing money, start saving money. And so that would be my first, if you're there, like I don't care if you make 150,000 a year, you live in the big house, you got two car payments, three car payments, motorcycle payment, boat payment, you got all those payments, make a lot of money, but you're not saving any money, start there. Yeah, so, I think that's great. Yeah, I would say the, would define what rich is, right? Rich is when your income exceeds, you're living off less than what you make, right? Is that your job that pays all your expenses? Is that your investments that pay for all your expenses? But basically you are living off less than you make. When you talk about saving 10%, there's that whole book, uh, Profit First, which, which is great for any business owner. I teach it to all my clients. Go get the book, Profit First. That's exactly what they say. Yeah. They say, hey, take 10% off the top and then run your business on the other 90%, right? That's what you're saying as a personal thing. Hey, take 10% off the top and run your life out of the other 90%, right? If you don't force yourself into savings, at least some sort of savings, then you'll never have anything, right? You, you've got to start with saving something. Right. And so, and so, and by, by the way, you, you are, if you're just watching the show, Matt does wealth management, you know, handles big numbers. Okay. So, but where, where this all comes down to, it comes down to, you, you got to take financial control of your finances. And what that means is sometimes it's uncomfortable. 
But when I say control your finances, that means you make your payments on time, you pay your credit cards on time, and you start establishing good credit. Now, why is good credit so important? First of all, you can pay two to three times what car insurance costs. The list goes on and on how much bad credit will cost you over your lifetime. So it makes no sense to have less than perfect credit. Less than, I mean, meaning you should be a 650 credit score or above, 700 or above, realistically. But I mean, 800 realistically, but that's another story. But the, the point is, if you're under 650, you're paying it on your car insurance. When you go to get a mortgage, you're going to pay it there. When you go to get a car um, and you borrow money to get the car, you're going to pay it there. All of this starts adding up. So remember, you had a steady income, but how much of that income do you want to hand, hand off to the bankers, you know, because that's what they're trying to do. So, <laughs> so in order to do this, you got to make more money, right? So, so in order to start saving, you got to make more money. Do you make more money? Uh, we're talking about business owners. That's who our main clientele are. So if you're a business owner and you're just barely covering your bills, you just have a job. You, your business is not really a business. It's just a job. And, and you've created a job for yourself and it's a job for somebody else. It's not even an asset that you can sell because it's just an income, right? Yep. If you sold it, somebody would have to come in make the same amount of money. So the first thing I tell you to do is you gotta start making more money, right? But you wanna save more money, let's start making more money. And that goes into our, our whole coaching and, and our mastermind group and that type of stuff. But the point is, how do I make more money? Um, what else can we do, right? How do we get more leads? How do we get more conversions? How do we get more transactions from our existing clients? How do we increase the profitability of our business, right? All those things matter because it's your business, because we're talking to business owners, that funds your lifestyle. And you gotta have excess money that you can build the wealth with, right? Build the wealth with, you always talk about paying down debt or six, six months cash flow, uh, six months cash sitting on the sideline. We talk about, we talked about the four pillars before, right? So get the business, generates cash, your lifestyle. Now I'm getting rich. I'm, I want the business to do more. So now what I do with the extra money, we could reinvest it in our business, right? We could buy the office building that we're working out of, right? We could buy some other, you always say, control revenue producing real estate. That's a great, that, buy another business. That, that, that was something. So I, I do often say, you, you hear in almost every my one-on-one -on -one coaching or, or or you and I do group coaching and we do mastermind. I always say eliminate that. But, the, but what I don't want to portray is that you shouldn't like some people like Dave Ramsey's don't borrow money. Well, there's good debt and bad debt. Yes. I believe you need to leverage yourself. Leverage is a big important picture in this. If you have a job and you wanted to have a business or you want to grow your business, and it, it, the only way you can do it is to borrow money. Let me tell you something. Borrowing money versus selling off a piece of your company, borrowing money will be the cheapest money you can get, even if you pay 20% interest. You sell off a piece of a growing company, and that company grows to be five, 10, 20 million dollars, and you sold off 10% in the beginning for 50 grand, that's going to be a big chunk of change down the road. Whereas if you borrow money and you pay it back from profits later, that's called leverage. And so I really like leverage. I like leverage in real estate. I like uh, leverage in buying businesses. Uh, there's a whole thought process that, hey, if your competitor is doing 5 million in sales and um, you could take 25% of your profit and, or, you know, 25, let's say, we'll just say you have a million dollars sitting there and you could buy your competitor with the million dollars cash and you could buy a $5 million business, 
well, and take an SBA loan that's secured by the business, you've created great leverage there. That's what I mean by buying cash flowing assets. At the beginning, you use leverage. Then you take profits to eliminate debt, especially bad debt. Good debt is no problem. That gives you tax deductions. So how do you get rich? Well, it starts, it, we both move to it. You got to have a business. In our opinion, that, that I don't think you could get rich otherwise. I mean, you, there are well, other- We're talking to business owners, right? So, so it's going to be, you got to have a business and your business, it's got to be make more money than I spend. It's got to be, that's got to be your goal. You can't have a business that just pays your living expenses. You can't just have a business that employs altruistic. I got five people, you know, five families that I'm taking care of. That's great. The purpose of a business is to make a profit, right? And the purpose of a business is to make a profit above and beyond what you need for your lifestyle, right? And let's call it a real profit while we're at it. And what I mean by it's a real profit, I'm not talking about that profit at the end of the year that says you made $100,000 in profit last year, but it's not in your pocket. I'm talking about real profit that you can write a check for and go on a vacation with, write a check for, or go buy a boat with. That's real profit. That's what a business is for. And in order to use it as a stepping stone to to whatever you want it to be, how do you, uh, to get rich, you know, quick is the profitability of the business. That's why this show is called Profitability MD, where the, you've got to get, you got to get a doctor to fix your symptoms because if your business is not profitable, it is going to eventually fail because it's not profitable. Yeah, you, you can't build the wealth that way. There's nobody going to come along and buy your business from you for 10 million bucks, right? but you can accumulate a lot of wealth over time from your business, from, from your profitable business. That's how you get rich is, is excess cash from the business. So you've got to do whatever you can to get the business to grow, to generate the cash. We've talked about what to do with the cash. We talked about a long time ago, our four pillars, buy real estate, start a retirement plan, accumulate, have a wealth accumulation account so you can have money to reinvest in your own business and another business. That's what you do with the cash flow. You could, you could reinvest. If I had $100,000, what would I invest in today? Probably myself, probably my own business, right? Because that's the highest return, right? Is, is investing in your own business. But you got to take the focus on, the, the focus on, and how do you do that? You solve a problem for somebody and people will pay you an, an, an unlimited amount of money, right? Yes. You're solving you, a problem. You just right. said it though. Um, one of the things that I think that gets missed a lot is investing in yourself. Now you and I both have paid business coaches. We've paid, I mean, I've paid, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands. I'm over $200,000. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm in <laughs> a couple hundred thousand dollars, probably a quarter of a million dollars in coaching, in courses, in all of these different things. Why? Yes. I'm investing in, in what's between these two ears. And why? Because that's the most valuable asset I have. Right now, it's the most valuable. As I grow older, I think it's still going to be the most valuable. Because let me tell you <laughs> something, somebody who's 80 years old and doesn't have their mind anymore, they've lost their most valuable asset at that point. You know, yeah, they yeah. could have all the money in the world at that point. So invest in yourself in, because mindset changes everything. Well, Exactly. We, you and I did a podcast before on know your numbers. So, so yeah. I think too many entrepreneurs and business owners don't know or understand taxes. Your business, your biggest lifetime expense is taxes. It's taxes, it's taxes, it's taxes. 
right? The government's taking money out of every penny that you earn through your business. You need to know and understand that so you can manage and pay the least amount of taxes as possible. That's your biggest lifetime expense. You think your business expense is labor? It's not labor. You think your business biggest expense is supplies, cost of goods sold? It's not. It's taxes. Taxes are your biggest expense in your entire life, right? So you need to know and understand those. You, you have to. We did a whole podcast on Know Your Numbers. Actually, I think we did a three-podcast series on Know Your Numbers. So, so you've got to know your numbers, how to become more profitable. What, you know, we talked about that before. What's your, what's your highest profitable margin business, right? We want more of that. All revenue isn't the same, right? We've talked about that before. Yeah, when it's underlying costs of goods sold, that's not even really, it's not, that's not an expense. Employees show up as an expense, but hear this. If they're on, if they're on staff at your company, it's because they're making you more money than you are paying them. That means you're making a profit off them. So for goodness sakes, wouldn't you like to have 100 people that you're making $20 an hour off than to have two that you're making $20 an hour? Of oh, no, you're, you're, you're exactly right. It's really funny. So we'll talk about this. I'm reading a book right now, Business Made Simple. The Donald Miller guy, he did the uh, story brand marketing. Yes. Great book. You guys should buy it, read it. Uh, we'll talk about it on one of the episodes. But he talks about the investment. In, in employees are an investment. And he has a return on investment, and it's a big one. He thinks that you should get a five-time return on your investment. So if you hire an employee for 100000 bucks, they should be generating or responsible for $500,000. That's a pretty big number. Uh, in the financial services business, it's almost a 60-40 uh, or 50-50 split, right? So a guy at Merrill Lynch brings in a million dollars, he gets paid 40% of that, right? 45% of that. So, so a Merrill Lynch number is, is almost, uh, what is that? One and a half times. In, in right? my, in my companies, it's always been three times. So okay. Three I'm, times. Right. If I'm paying somebody hundred grand, they're bringing in 300,000. Yep. Yes. And so that's a great point. My point is that's how you need to look at the, that's how you become rich is that's, you look at your employees as an investment, right? Yeah. So even the support people, are an investment because if if an assistant can help you make more sales, then they are providing value, right? The multiple of their salary, right? It's not just hiring a salesperson that pay him a hundred thousand, he does three hundred thousand in sales. That's great. That makes total sense. Very measurable. But there could be a sales support staff person who allows the salesperson to do three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars because they're there doing the paperwork and making sure the deliveries happen. So you got to start changing your mind shift of your employees, well, that's what temporary services are, right? Uh, my father-in-law had a temporary services business. He just made literally a spread, you know, pay him two, uh, 20 bucks, we get paid 25, we get five bucks over it, right? We pay him 35, we charge the client 42, uh, uh, whatever it is, we get $7 an hour, right? That's temporary services, that's the staffing companies, right? They literally get the spread, not as good as three times like you were mentioning or five times that, that Donald Miller was, but it's a model. So you guys got to look at your employees as an investment. And am I getting a return on my investment before we hire them? Not an expense. I'm not telling you to be reluctant at hiring people, but you have to run the return on investment. If we hire this assistant, they will free up my time to do more sales, to do more business, right? So, and I'm going to give you an example. And also employees make mistakes that cost you money. And I think it was Henry Ford is known for saying he had a, uh, he had an employee that, made a ma an engineer that made a massive mistake. And it, now you think of Henry Ford, that's, that's in the 1900s, right? So um, 
he's his employee made it like a $250,000 mistake. And, and the guy was like packing up his desk and Henry Ford's like, what are you doing? He goes, well, I figured my job is gone. He goes, why would I fire you? I just invested $250,000 into your, into your knowledge. Yes. You'll never make that mistake again. You'll never make the mistake again. And so I just bought all that knowledge for you. And so when you look at your employees, like you were just saying as an investment, when they make that big mistake, then you can go, all right, we just learned as a company what not to do. And I'll tell you, that's the same thing. You know, I, I, I've been in the dog food business now for about seven months. And for a long time, I could tell you every way that you can't sell dog food. Now I can tell you the ways that you can sell dog food very inexpensively. But the point is, is learn, when, you're, when you're learning something, and that's what you're doing in business, we could tell you how to get leads. We could tell you how to get the mar right marketing message, the mil your million dollar message. We tell you all those things. But, but when you're refining that, so that it's bringing the customers. That's the learning process because it, it works, but you still have to go out and put that, that message in the marketplace and that's called advertising. And so advertising, if it were, um, when it becomes, know your numbers, when it becomes, I spend $100 and I get $150 back in profit. Now you've made 50 bucks right? Because a hundred dollar underlying cost. Now you have something that can grow exponentially. Yeah, Dan Jackson calls that a vending machine. Then why would yeah, now we'll crank up and spend even more money. you just keep pulling that lever. I know if I spend a hundred bucks, I get 150 back. Why would I do that more and more and more? We talk about that on, on most of your investments with your business is, is it becomes an investment and what's the return on that investment and it generates more income going forward. We're getting all these sidetracks. I love it. How to get rich quick. How to get rich quick. It's going to be run your business and run it well right? Run your business and run it well. You got to know your target market and your million dollar message and what your irresistible offer. You got to get leads in the door. We've talked about that. We got to get uh, uh, leads in there. We got to get more transactions. We got to get converting the people we get in front of. We got to increase the profitability of our firm. We got to do joint ventures in order to get more leads. I mean, these are all the different, we got like 45, 50 different uh, tactics and strategies in order to grow the business. So, so how do you get rich quick? Is, is you grow your darn business. Yeah, right? so, so and the, you know, <laughs> there, there might be, like if you're an attorney or a doctor or a veterinarian, a professional, okay? What's funny about professionals is, is that you spend a lot of time in college learning your trade, we'll call it, if yeah. you will. And they teach you that very well. What they don't teach you is how to run a dang business. How to run. They taught you how to be a lawyer. They taught you how to be a dentist. They taught you how to be a doctor. They taught you how to be an engineer. A they CPA. I know yeah. a lot of CPAs who are great at, at the, the, the number side of the business, yeah, the but they wouldn't have the first clue of how to go out and get customers. Right. They, right. So it's the same thing. It's it, Nobody really teaches you while you're getting your degree Nobody teaches. So what happens? You go, you see your boss making all this money. I'm going to go off on my own. And then you get there and you're like, wow, this, I don't, I think I'm doing this well because I've been in business five years. But what you don't know is what you don't know. You could be making way more money. And that's why Matt and I say we could find 50 to a hundred thousand dollars in your business in an hour. Why? Because 
we know all the fundamentals. We've been around this block. I've been 29 years, uh, a year, 29 years ago, I left the last job that I've worked for and I've been self-employed ever since. Um, I've been through some of those things, I've, you know, and so have you. I mean, it's just, it, I don't wanna just blow my horn, but the point is you get rich quick by having a business that you can grow exponentially that'll get you rich quick. When I say get rich quick, you could do that in a business in three to five years, like to where the numbers get silly. And that's oh, it's, it's It's really funny. So I have one of my buddies who's always looking for the, the million dollar idea. He's always looking for the million dollar idea. Well, what's the, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And, and a lot of times it's really just doing the basics well, right? Doing the basics well. And now, as we get older, you know, we spent a lot of years screwing around. If you could have just done one thing pretty well, you would, you would have built a lot of wealth along the way. But one of my favorite examples of that is Microsoft. I know Microsoft's not as big as it, Apple is, but Microsoft, the example is they never made or invented anything. Okay. So Microsoft started off with DOS for IBM computers. So IBM made the computer. DOS was the operating system. Bill Gates didn't program DOS. He bought it from somebody for 10,000 bucks, right? He, he was a great sales guy that got into IBM and he didn't make hardly any money on putting DOS on IBM. Where he made his money was when he sold DOS to Compaq because Compaq started making personal computers and they needed an operating system. That's how he, he didn't invent DOS. He didn't invent Microsoft Word. That was from something called WordPerfect. You guys don't even remember this stuff. I he remember invent, WordPerfect. Yeah, he didn't invent Excel. That was something called Lotus, right? He didn't invent Explorer. That was something called Netscape, right? He didn't invent Windows. That was something called Apple, right? Apple's operating system had the, the mouse. He didn't invent the mouse. That was, uh, that was Steve Jobs as well. So, so Gates, Microsoft didn't invent anything. What they did do is, is they marketed it well. They ran the business well. They, he knew business, right? And so you we talk about this a lot of times would be, you know, you could be a good landscaper or you could be, I mean, you could be a poor landscaper or a rich landscaper. Somebody's figured out how to do it really well. You could be a poor dentist or a rich dentist. Somebody knows how to run it well. You could be a poor lawyer or a rich lawyer. Somebody knows how to do it well, right? We know how to do it well, right? Because we, we've coached and, and worked in all those type industries. Uh, but the point being is you don't have to have the million dollar idea. Right. You can literally, I was talking to one of my clients the other day. He's got a business. that's great. And it's so much profit right now. That's generated more cash than he needs. So he's doing the four pillars. He's buying his office building. He's got a retirement plan and he's got a wealth accumulation. So we've got the four pillars built. So if his business stayed flat for the next 10 years, he's still going to be accumulating enough money that he can retire. Doesn't need to grow the business one iota and he will be fine. Okay, now that's not how we run a business, right? We always wanna be growing, because if you're not growing, you're slowing, right? Yeah. But we've built his business that he has enough excess cash that just over the next 10 years, that excess cash will build up the four pillars he has enough money to retire on. Is that what's gonna happen? No, that's almost like his worst case scenario, right? Because he's gonna to continue to grow the business. He's gonna to continue to work on improving lead generation and conversions and increased number of transactions and the profitability of his business. So, because we already know what we're working on, but it's a great to know that your worst case scenario is, gosh, if I never got another new client, we're going to be fine. 
right? And that's not rocket science. That's not the million dollar idea. That is you've built a business that runs profitably, that, that shoots off excess cash flow that we can reinvest in the four pillars that generates wealth over time. Nobody came along and offered him 10 million bucks for his business, but man, is he siphoning money off of the business so that he will be accumulating wealth over the next 10 years. And, and we're not, and on this episode, we're not going to really go into like how to make your business sellable. We've, we've done that on other episodes because like not everybody will be able to sell their business, but I mean, God, you've said a mouthful. I mean, you've covered so much. It's, it's, I don't want to call it siphoning, but it's kind of what you're doing. It's like I talked about when you start out, you've got to take that 10% off yes. the top. Now, when your business is growing and you're, and you know how to get a hundred percent return on whatever products. So remember, we said the most profitable product you have, you target that product, you get the big return. Well, you start getting a hundred percent return or 200% return on employees. So you got an employee, you're paying a hundred thousand a year, you're getting 300,000 coming in. Well, those are the big returns. When you have several employees doing that, all of a sudden you're making a lot of money and now you're able to siphon a lot more into things like the four pillars so that once again, so you have the choice of selling the business later on. Most uh, of us entrepreneurs wouldn't know what to do yeah, without no. our business, but the choice. Gotta, no, I know. And I gotta, this is my example. And I've used this a hundred times before. I don't even know if I've done this on this podcast is that you, you can't put all your money back into the business. You can't put it all into the eggs in one basket, right? You've got to have those four pillars because eventually one day your business will struggle and you'll need the money that you have in the real estate, the retirement plan, or that wealth accumulation account, either to invest in the business that's struggling or to start a new business, right? The great example is I had a client that was real estate development down in Florida before the 08 crash, right? And so he and a partner were 50-50. And what real estate guys are famous for doing, by the way, is going bankrupt three times, okay? There's like this magic number of three that real estate investors go bankrupt three times, successful ones. And why is that is because they put all their money in the next deal. They don't take that 10% off the, they, they, uh, hey, I made $50,000, let's put that in the next deal. Oh, this deal I made 100 grand, let's put that all in the next deal. And what happens is eventually real estate is a very cyclical business, Every seven, eight years, we have a correction. Uh, the last one, the 08 one, was actually a 15-year. So we had a, a double bull market before it corrected, but it corrected, right? What I convinced my client to do was to take 50% off the table after every deal, right? So after every deal, it makes 50,000. We take 25 and put it in a wealth accumulation account. We put 25 back in the next deal, okay? We, we take money off all along the way. When the, when the market and real estate crashed in eight, nine, and 10, these billions partner were 50-50. My guy has $12 million and his partner has less than a million. Because what happened, that last couple deals collapsed and they lost all their money in those deals. Well, my guy fortunately had been taking money off the table all along the way, investing in the, in the wealth accumulation account, the retirement account, and the real estate right? Uh, the four pillars. This is my prime example that I use. It says, you can't put it all back in the business because the business might collapse. You have business, to take money out of it. The business will, and I'm not going to tell my story right now, but the, all businesses have a life. I mean, all businesses, even uh, uh, Bezos has said, 
there will come a day when Amazon will come to an end. I wrote, I wrote a blog post on how do you go broke on 4.5 billion in net profit. That's what Sears did. Okay. All business, <laughs> all businesses have a life. And if you're not pulling off the top, yes. when your business is at the end of the life, here's what you're going to do. See, if you need the business to survive, how do you get rich? You don't need your business at some point. Okay. That's how you get rich quick. If the business is your life because it's producing your income, you'll stay in it too long and it'll yeah. sink your ship. Sink your ship. That's right. You've got to, you've got to take that money off the top. So when it happens, you go, Hey, sorry, we'll let it go down. And I got this money over here. I'll go start another business. Well, that, that's the beauty of the real estate business, by the way. So, so the real estate builders, I have a lot of builders that are friends and it's an awesome model for them, right? They go, they start off and they're renovating your basement and then they're going to renovate your kitchens and bathrooms. That's not their money. That's your money, right? So then they start, well, I'll build a house for you, right? That's your money, not their money. And then eventually they'll start building what they call spec houses where they're, they're going to borrow money on speculation that eventually they're going to sell the house, right? Then the market crashes, right? And they got nothing and they go bankrupt, right? These are builders go bankrupt. And, but hopefully the smart ones have put some money off to the side and been accumulating the, the, the wealth that we talk about. But even if not, what do they do? They start over again, start fixing up basements, start fixing up kitchens. Why? Because that's your money, not theirs. Start fixing up bathrooms. So they have the best model. So if you have a business like that, where you can, my belief is once you know how to make money, you know how to make money right? So if you know how to run a great landscaping business and it goes belly up tomorrow, my bet is you can start a great landscaping business tomorrow, right? My bet is if you're a great dentist and you know how to run a great dentist practice and something goes wrong, you can start a new dental practice or any other business for that matter. Because if you know how to make money, the fundamentals are the same. That's why you and I in our coaching, it's so valuable because the fundamentals are the same, whether you're in a dental practice, uh, a landscape business or a dental practice. You don't believe us, but the fundamentals are the same, right? You got, you got to know who's your target market and who's your, what's your million dollar message, what your irresistible offer. You got to know how to generate leads. You got to know how to convert those leads. You got to know how to increase the number of transactions from your existing clients. You know how to run a profitable business and how to pay less in taxes. Those fundamentals are the same. But once you know that, it works in your business and in my business and in his business and any business you start or continue to run. So the fundamentals are there. Uh, I got all excited, sorry. This was how to get rich quick, right? So I'm gonna bring it to all the summary, right? How to get rich quick, how to get rich quick, you gotta build a business. That's what we are, business owners. You gotta build a business that generates more cash than you need, right? And that business will make you rich. And, and that business will make you rich. If you do it right, but going back early there, you've got to invest in yourself and that means getting the help you need so that you can build a profitable business, very profitable. Remember, we're talking about profits. So that's the thing is get the help you need. Why didn't I pay coaches? Matt, you and I met at uh, uh, Strategic Coach, yes. uh, which is a Dan Sullivan program. That's where we met several years ago, many years ago. Yep. And we were both getting coached. Why? Because we wanted to be better at what we we're doing. And that's the point. And it, but I left Strategic Coach when I realized it was – not, I needed something a little bigger. I went yeah, to another level. Yeah. But see, that's the point is you know where you are and, and you get a coach and they help you. And sometimes people stay with coaches their entire life. That's because yep. they're helping you be the best you can be. Spend yep. the money, get some help. Yeah. 
And that's what we talk about, right? So what do you need to be successful? Wrap this thing up is you need uh, commitment, you need a roadmap, and you need a support system, right? Dave and I provide two of the three in our mastermind group, right? We, we, got, a, we got a system, we got a roadmap, we got a support system. We need your commitment, right? You got to be committed to growing your business and succeeding in business. And we've got the roadmap and we've got the support system to go along with that. That's what it takes. That's what our mastermind group is. So, hey, if you're interested in finding 50, 75, $100,000 in your business, we have this new thing called Profit Acceleration Session where we spend an hour with you uh, and find 50, 75, $100,000 in your business. We've got our mastermind group where we talk about these kind of issues on how you can learn to siphon wealth off your business, build a successful business and, and build your wealth along with it, right? So that's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. Check out our YouTube channel, ProfitabilityMD.com on YouTube. Obviously this podcast is ProfitabilityMD.com, anywhere you find your podcast. And that's where our website is, ProfitabilityMD.com. I love this stuff, man. How to get rich quick. <laughs> make a good business and make it profitable, right? Great show, Matt. I enjoyed it. Always good stuff, man. Have a good one. All right, you too.